The blood of Jesus, God's Son, purifies us from all sin. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is again our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday, which was the fourth Sunday in Lent. Our reading is from Hosea chapter 5, verse 15 to chapter 6, verse 3, where it begins with the Lord speaking, and then we hear Hosea responding, encouraging the Israelites to respond with him. The Lord said, Then I will go back to my place until they admit their guilt, and they will seek my face in their misery. They will earnestly seek me. Isaiah said, Hosea said, Come, let us return to the Lord. He has torn us to pieces, but he will heal us. He has injured us, but he will bind up our wounds. After two days, he will revive us. On the third day, he will restore us, <clears throat> that we may live in his presence. Let us acknowledge the Lord. Let us press on to acknowledge him. As surely as the sun rises, he will appear. He will come to us like the winter rains, like the spring rains that water the earth. My dear friends in Christ, the prophet Hosea served the northern kingdom of Israel around the time of 750 B.C., 750 years before Christ was born, approximately. Powerful king Jeroboam II, he had ruled those northern tribes and he had restored their power and their prestige and, and their economy. And because of that, things on the surface seemed to be going quite well in the land, except for one thing. Instead of thanking God for the blessings that he had given them, the rest restoration of power and the financial blessings, Instead, what they did is they worshipped idols. They worshipped idols. And because the nation was strong, they thought, ah, everything's fine. We're worshipping idols. Well, they false gods. But everything's fine. Everything's fine. And actually, maybe on the surface things looked good, but things couldn't have been worse. Hosea really had a tough job under these circumstances. I mean, they were enjoying outward blessings, but what he had to do is show them their sin and call the people to repentance. And to show them their sin, God had Hosea do something very, very strange. He directed him to marry a prostitute and Hosea, he kept on being faithful to his prostitute wife despite the fact that she was unfaithful to him. And what Hosea did is he forgave her for her unfaithfulness and he restored her as his wife. And when you think about what Hosea did there, his actions are similar to God's actions toward Israel and toward us. When God called the Israelites to faith, when he calls us to faith, really what he's doing in a sense then is he's marrying us. But the Israelites, 
And we as well are like the prostitute that Hosea married in that we sin against God. We rebel against him at times and we aren't faithful to our God. Yet our God is someone who always wants to forgive us, always wants to restore us, always wants to bless us. A picture of like Hosea in that situation. He keeps seeking us and it's obvious that we need to join Hosea in our reading for today when he says, come, let us return to the Lord. Let's enjoy his blessings. Let's be faithful to the Lord. Let's repent of our sins and trust in the Lord for his forgiveness. When God looked at the Israelites of Hosea's time and saw their idolatry, he knew that he had to do something about it. He couldn't just allow things to continue as they were. The Israelites, they did deserve God's judgment. But, well, what God could have done is God could have sent down fire and brimstone from heaven like he did when he destroyed the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. He could have done that, but instead God says, then I will go back to my place until they admit their guilt and they will seek my face in their misery. They will earnestly seek me. In going back to his place, what God wasn't doing is he wasn't going to forsake his people. But now, actually what had been the case already is that his people had forsaken him. Rather, what he was going to do when he went back to his place Instead of having his face shine on them and they would enjoy God's blessings, instead what he was going to do is hide from Israel his blessings, the blessings that they had been enjoying. Israel's power and prosperity would disappear. And instead of blessings, what would be the case is that troubles and miseries would end up afflicting the people after Jeroboam, that powerful king around 750 BC, after him, what happened is that the northern kingdom grew weaker and weaker, and the northern kingdom, Israel, had to be afraid of her enemies instead of thinking that they were in control. But now God's whole purpose in withdrawing from them and hiding himself from them in a sense, remember they hid themselves from him first, was not to hurt the people. He had to do that to show them their sin and hopefully lead them to repent and to return to the Lord. That's what the Lord wanted. That's why he was playing this, well, what we could call a serious hide-and-go-seek hide-and-seek game with the Israelite people. He wanted to wake them up from what they were doing to themselves. Well, in response to the Lord saying he was going to withdraw, in response to that, Hosea encouraged the people of Israel to return to the Lord. He said he encouraged the people to say, come, let us return to the Lord. He has torn us to pieces 
but he will heal us. He has injured us, but he will bind up our wounds. After two days, he will revive us. On the third day, he will restore us, that we may live in his presence. And now notice the confidence with which Hosea is speaking here. He knew the Lord's forgiveness. He knew that when the, uh, the Lord allowed those hardships to come into their lives, what God didn't want to do is he didn't want those hardships to last long. God allowed those hardships because he wanted them, he wanted to draw them closer to him. He wanted them to repent. He wanted them to look to the Lord. Oh, as we look at Israelite history, we can see how God often had to play his serious hide-and-seek game with the Israelites, and, and I use the word game there, of course, kind of reluctantly. It wasn't a game at all. This was serious business, but he would play this serious hide-and-seek game with them, hide his blessings from them, so that when they experienced troubles and hardships in life, so hopefully they turn from their sin and again seek the Lord, look to him. Tragically, what was the case is that most of the people in the northern kingdom of Israel, they didn't seek the Lord in, well, in 722 BC. That's when God allowed the Assyrian army to come in and thoroughly defeat the Israelite nation and, and disperse them. But when God was playing his serious hide-and-seek game with the Israelites, which again wasn't really a game, of course, what God was always doing is he was always seeking his people, just like he's always seeking us and more and more souls to bring them into his believing family. You know, that's God's work, always trying to draw us to him, closer to him. What a gracious and amazing God we have. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, there are times when we might play a serious hide-and-seek game with you. We may wander from you and hide from you. You may feel it necessary to hide your blessings from us for a time to give us the discipline that we need. Thank you for giving us the discipline we need, but thank you for never forgetting us for always seeking us who too often would hide from you. We pray in Jesus our Savior's name, amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.